Hello and welcome to episode number 49 of the BitSocket Podcast. I am default choice, Scott White. <laughs> and I am the Glasgow Jacker, Joe Merrick. <laughs> Are you going to explain to me what the Glasgow Jacker is? You can explain what the Glasgow Jacker is. The Glasgow Jacker is... <laughs> right, whenever... Like, I, I don't know why I use this as, a, as an example for things, but see, we, we're staying in a lovely, uh, lovely big house in Arran. Yeah, we're recording this tonight at the Castle Lodge near the near Brodick Castle in Arran. Which is lovely, nice big house, um, lovely countryside. Beautiful scenery. And one of our friends is staying in a room on the ground floor. <laughs> and I was like, well, are you not scared? Like, why are you scared? Like, well, in case someone just looks in your window and jacks off. <laughs> But, funnily enough, someone reminded me that, actually, I, I bring this up quite a lot. <laughs> you, did, you brought it up like three times so, in one day. So, it? yeah, we actually wonder now if Joe four, might four be... Four in one day. The Glasgow Jacket. The Glasgow Jacket. <laughs> anyway, Joe, we're doing a kind of vaguely video game-themed podcast. Yeah, well, it's vaguely video game vaguely E3. Yeah, I've got a couple of E3-related yeah. features. Um, Only, so, well, say a couple, yeah. one. But we'll kick off in the traditional way. What have you been playing recently? Me? You know what? I'm going to give it to you nice and fast. Go on. Give it to me. <laughs> Alright. Um, what's, the, what's the pause button? It's the Glasgow Jacker. It's the Glasgow Jacker! <laughs> He's jacked again! <laughs> That's the poster. That's the poster for the sequel. It's been an attack. It's been a jack attack. <laughs> right. So I've been playing the, the brand new Witcher expansion. Oh, so you have. Uh, Blood and Wine, Blood which and is... Wine. I must have put at least 15 hours into it already and I've barely touched the story. The side uh, quests are so good. The physics engine's quite advanced in The Witcher, isn't it? It's, it's quite a sort of procedural physics engine, yeah. Does the blood <laughs> run thicker than oh. the wine? Or... Oh, Joe. Shut up. Right, okay. Shut up. Are you drunk? <laughs> is that Isle of Arran? It is. This is Clyde I- Puffer. This is, this is Isle of <laughs> Special Reserve Clyde Puffer from the Isle of Arran Brewery, which Scott bought me today as a well uh, done present for me uh, cycling round Arran. Well done. Yeah. Just be careful when you put it back on the table. Nah, I will, I will. I'll put it over here. Fucking kill you. I'll be even more careful putting it on the shop. soft furnishings just in case. <laughs> so, yeah, Witcher 3, uh, pretty much this expansion shows up. Well, you love reputation you as loved, one of the best games ever. Yeah, you loved the vanilla game anyway, didn't you? So yeah, no, it, exactly. Is it more of the same or is there some new stuff in it? Well, what's good about it is the expansion <laughs> takes place in a totally new part mm. of the game. So, like, with the last expansion, uh, Heart of Stone, it it still took place within the same map as The Witcher 3, right, the okay. core game. This is a totally new area. It's called uh, Toussaint. Toussaint. Is it like France then? Uh, it, it's, it feels very European. It feels like it's more in line with like the land of fairy tales. It feels like okay. there's like like valiant knights and things like that. It's absolutely... If you've got The Witcher 3 and you're kind of humming and hawing, buy it. It's amazing. Um, also been playing Overwatch, like everyone else on the internet. Uh, 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 I don't know what else I've, I've really got I've to say. Not, I've, I've, I've not been playing it. You've not been playing it? I've not been playing it. Because you hate it. <laughs> you know what I hate? Mm-hmm. The reason I'm not going to buy it. Why? Because every time I go on YouTube, right? Right. There's an advert for Overwatch before the video I'm trying to watch. Yeah. Right? And every advert for Overwatch ends with... Is it Tracer? Uh, Don't worry, love. Yeah, it's Tracer. The cavalry's here. It's so fucking annoying. The, the Carol- ca- <laughs> The jacket's here. The jacket's here. <laughs> um, I think it's very good. Hmm. I, I think it's... One of the most exciting shooting games I've played in a long time. And because it's not like a Call of Duty game where, like, you know, if you play it long enough, you get better guns. Yeah. Everyone has the same gun. Like, Like, everyone has, like, if you go um, Tracer, for example. Yeah. If I I go Tracer and you go Tracer, it's the same moveset, it's the same weapon, there's no difference. It's just really how experienced you are in using 
different characters on different levels, right. and that makes it way more interesting. Uh, that sounds good to me. I like a balanced playing field. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like the idea that if you play it for longer, then you're immediately you've got a bit win, you're exactly no hundred percent. And lastly, the still playing Fire Emblem Birthright. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. which again. I've, I've been tempted it. to buy that every time I go into GeForce and Glasgow, <laughs> and yet I still haven't bought it because I, I, I don't have time. I don't uh, have time. It's, it's good then. It's excellent. Yeah. Still loving it. Still just marvelling yeah. at the fact I've not got horrendously stuck at it. Well, because like, if you've played a game, the same game over two episodes of BitSocket, yeah, it's usually a good game. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. What have you been playing, Joe? Well, uh, I actually I traded in a bunch of games. I was it last episode? Or was it even in the episode where I was talking about how I don't trade in games? Yeah, I was like, I just, I sort of feel attached to them, and I, I, I went. I, there was a point in my life where I traded in too many games. So I thought, you know, no more shall I trade in games? Yeah. Well, after that, you went traded in loads of games. Traded in loads of games. Nice. Well, actually, I also tra- I gave a bunch of demo discs for the PS2, <laughs> but I kept the ones I liked. <laughs> so I've still got. Like, Did you get money for trading demo discs? Nah, I'd, they were like, we can't, we can't give you money for these. I wonder things. why. Take them. <laughs> it wasn't really right. To be fair, it wasn't really for money. It was more for space. Yeah, I'm trying to sort of organise my shit, and there's, just, there's yeah. a lot of games I just don't play. And there's a lot of games that, like for the PS2, I've got like Kingdom Hearts, yeah, one and two, yeah, yeah, I've got Kingdom Hearts HD, yeah. So why, you know, why, why keep it? Um, it's not, I've got a few. Like I was very, It's not like a Metal Gear Solid situation where I'm keeping no matter what. You know, yeah. it's you know I'm not that attached, so I'll keep the HD version. Thank you very much. Yeah, might as well. Um, Okami's another one. I kept that one because it's, it means a lot to me. Yeah, because even though I've been playing the PS3, you've yeah. Been playing it. Uh, so yeah, so I traded that in as well as my old 3DS because I got a new 3DS and uh, I got a voucher for GeForce. Wow! And I said to them, "I'm not going to spend that today. Put my name down for a copy of Tokyo, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, please." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Do you want the standard edition or the special one?" And I was like, "Can you get the special one? Because it's a Nintendo Store exclusive." And they were like, "That's no stuff does before." <laughs> no, because they got the special edition of Fire Emblem in. Yeah, that's true. Nintendo. So I was like, fuck it, guy. If you can get a special one, I'm taking that, right? But that still only takes up like 70 quid of my, my, my voucher when it mm-hmm. eventually. So the other day, I went in and spent 30 quid of my voucher on a new Need for Speed game. The one came out late last year. Yeah. Which I had a wee shot of before, but never actually owned. And you know what? It's mm-hmm. really fucking good. I would go as oh, far and cool. say it's my favourite Need for Speed game I've played. And I really lo- I loved Need for Speed Most Wanted by Criterion. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's probably... It's the closest that a game, a car game for me has come to having like, it's really about car culture, you know? Yeah. It's like, you, right at the beginning you get like a, a choice of three, not great cars, but, yeah. but you love them because like you can do whatever you want to them and tune them up and make them look the way you want them to. Mm-hmm. And you can also buy our pal Gianni's uh, stickers for your cars. Yeah, that's amazing. Status error. Like the, the, the first cutscene... And there's a guy wearing a status error t-shirt, and it's like That's so fuck cool. yes. Uh, so I, um, it's, it's really good. The handling Wait, the status error. Did we do any filming there? We did do filming there. What did we do again? It was uh, East versus West. East versus West racing, racing games. games. That was it. Was that was it? Is, is that available anywhere people can watch it? It's available on YouTube, and it's definitely our most highly produced video. <laughs> it's definitely some great. Content. It is, it is some great content. Um, yeah, so I checked the video out. But Need for Speed, I'm so surprised. The only, the only snag. Uh-huh. Is that it's always online? You have to be connected mm. to the internet to play it, even though there's not really much point in it. In the, in the, yeah, uh, and, and and actually, the other downside, although it ends up being so bad, it's like an upside, is the cutscenes in it. They're, they're all live action cutscenes. Oh yes, uh, they're so bad, like terrible. But like you <laughs> can, I, I've got, I can't even admire how terrible they are. You know. So yeah, no, Sony for Speed is great. I, I'm I'm really really impressed by it. It reminds me a lot of the. You know the Wangan Midnight um, sort of the Tokyo Highway battle games that I've got for the Dreamcast and the, P- mm-hmm. the, the PlayStation and all that. It reminds me of that a lot because it's all about just like 
taking your car to the streets at night and just even though you've got a shit car just loving it with everything yeah yeah it's really good really really good oh that's good yeah are you ready for our first mini feature i'm ready for our first mini feature hit me oh i will then we'll play joe yeah did you know at e3 which has just happened or <laughs> happening depending on uh, if you've traveled back in time or are listening to this in a, a year from now yeah hideo kojima Showed off a trailer for his new game. He did. Called Death... Is it Death Stranding? Death Strand... Strand... Yeah, Death Stranding. Death yeah. Stranding. Whatever. Right. Did you watch the trailer? I did. Right. But do you know that someone found Hideo Kojima's notebook at E3? I did. It turns out there may have been five other titles he was going for. Oh, no. But do you know what? what? I've mixed them up a little. Oh. So I'm going to read you at what... what what I think well is this features called Hideo Hideo or Hedy no Kojima right okay okay. I think you've done the Hideo or Hideo no before I think we have I can't remember (laughs) right okay so I'm going to read this to you is this really one of the genuine alternative titles for the Death Stranding right okay ready okay the whale greaser (laughs) no that was that was one of the alternate was it (laughs) But right. there's other ones he had in the notebook, so ah, okay. we'll find, find out, out more later, later on. Sinister Bottom is a feature that I like to do in situations like this where, we, as we said, we're on the Isle of Arran. We are. The internet we have here isn't very good. It isn't. <laughs> Sinister Bottom is a feature that, happily, is a good feature to do when you don't have a lot of internet no, access. No. It involves, essentially, the least amount of effort It does uh, from all of our features. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Sinister Bottom is when I take the name of a game. In this case, games that were... Featured and announced at E3 2016, mm-hmm. and I've ran them through a thesaurus, right. thesaurus.com, right. and Joe's got to guess what, what the game is. What they are. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm okay, ready. first up, Ultimate Defender. Ulti- oh, Ultimate. Okay, so, um, Ultimate Best, uh, Top, uh, I'm not very good at long words here, am I? Not. Like, I'm not very good um, Ultimate, Ultimate. Extreme. Mm hmm. Yeah? No. Oh. Keep going. <laughs> um, ultimate. What was the second word? Uh, defender. Defender. Nearly said the real word there. <laughs> That's a good tactic of mine then. Um, ultimate defender. Ultimate defender. Are you giving up? No. Maybe. <laughs> yes, I have. What is it? The Last Guardian. Oh, you should have said that. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> right, okay. Ah, that's good. Last Guardian, very good. Okay. That's actually, no. Deceased Departing Deceased Departing uh, Dead mm. Dead mm. Rising mm. Was it? Dead Rising 4 No it was uh, Death Stranding Oh of course Death Stranding oh, no We just thought about it We just fucking talked about it Daft bastard uh, Glory Strike 2 <laughs> Glory Strike uh, Oh what big 2's have been <laughs> well, based on the diet of most folk that go to E3, there's probably have a lot of big twos. After a lot of effort, a lot of big twos have been released. <laughs> Pending release, Q4 2016. <laughs> Hope it's not delayed to 2017. I need to see your doctor. Glory Strike 2, Glory Strike 2, Glory Strike 2. Hmm, Hero? No. No. Hmm. It's my favourite feature. I guess I've always lose at it. Yeah, pretty much. Glory Strike 2. Mm-hmm. 
is the two even real? Not that many. Corey Strike too. Strike, hit, uh, attack, bombard. Lots of games with the word bombard were announced this year. Bombard. Bombard. I don't know. It was, of course, Halo Wars 2. Ah, Halo. I would never have got that. I know. Aye. Right, two left. Can you bring it back? Yeah. Right. Sunshine spent. Sunshine spent? Mm-hmm. Sunshine spent. Oh. That rings a bell. Sunshine spent. But there was no game called Sunshine spent. I know, spent. but like, I'm, I'm thinking, no, it's like, golden something? Golden? No. Light something? Mm. No. Mm. Sunshine. Sometimes Cosmic. I want to... Cosmic. What? Ray. No. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I want to. Right, go, on. go on. Tell me. Tell da- me. Days gone? Days gone. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. Yeah, Zero for four. Last one. Can you bring it back? <laughs> no. Limit. Love light. Limit. Love light? Limit love light. Limit love <laughs> Love it, love light. Uh... Turn that love light off. <laughs> or at least limit it. <laughs> limit love light. Um, end? Mm, no. no. Limit. I want to help you so much, but would you learn anything out of it? I wouldn't learn anything. It's a learning experience. It is. Limit love light, limit love light. I tend to love light. What the fuck is love light? Is that a, one word, love light? Or no, love light. Limit, oh, two love, love, love light. light. Three words. Ah, okay. It's not like a Well, that word. means. <laughs> ah, touche. <laughs> Limit, love light. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Horizon. Oh, zero, zero. Dawn. Right, I would never have got that. You know why? Why? Zero uh-huh. and love. Well, what is it not a tennis thing? Is it? I don't know. It fucking is a tennis <laughs> thing. It fucking is a tennis <laughs> thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, the jackal strikes again. <laughs> jackal, I've been jacked. I've been... Oh, my sticky. <laughs> uh, well oh. done. That was good. Okay, love it, lovely, good. Number two in Hideo or Hideno. I wonder what that was Hideo for. I've definitely Hideo. done something with that feature. And it's, it's annoying me because I really should remember these things. Right. Hideo Hideo. So, will he stay or will he go? Was this really one of the possible titles for Death Stranding? For Death Stranding. Hit me. Shitty Beach. <laughs> no. It was? What? Oh, what? Oh, what? Ah, so, let's, doesn't make sense. Let's, so, it's zero for two. Let's see how you do later on. <laughs> You know. <laughs> Scott, what was your favourite E three in recent memory? Oh, um I don't know they're all kinda of equal. But uh, why not? Uh I don't know. Last year's was good, wasn't it? Oh well <laughs> that was quite good. You know, my favourite E three was let late on me. E three twenty twelve. Why is that, Because I got to go. Oh shit, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, I yeah. you were I, I won a competition which let, let me uh, present PlayStation Access's coverage of E3 2012. Uh, it was a great a great week. It was a great prize. And when I say a great prize, I mean it was fucking hard work. I never get any sleep or any food. But thanks, nice. Sony. But <laughs> I don't know if any of you have watched the videos that resulted in that. 
Um, not only did there was, uh, they have uh, lots of comments underneath saying, what the hell is this guy saying? Yeah. <laughs> but um, also, it struck many people that know me and know my taste in games that I was lying through my teeth quite a lot. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was lying through my teeth because a lot of the games I was reporting on weren't my taste in games, and some of them weren't very good. Okay. So... Gone back to those videos <laughs> in my archive, right? <laughs> and I've come up with a feature called Diplomatic Joe. Oh, right, okay. right. So you've got to guess from oh, my right. diplomatic language, mm-hmm. where I call various games the biggest game of the show, because I couldn't call it the best, because yeah. I wasn't that first of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to play you five clips of okay. me introducing features or interviewing developers, oh, and you've got to okay. guess from what I've said. What the game is Okay, right, okay. This. Are you ready for this? Yes Okay So Clip number one Okay we're here to have a chat About one of the biggest games of the show See if you have one of the Emotion sensors right What would your survival strategy be? <laughs> there we go One of the biggest emotion, games of the show Motion sensors Oh uh, One of the biggest uh, games of the show Of ET 2012 Right so it would be One of the biggest games it, Was it the alien? The, <gasps> not the good alien <gasps> game that came out But the bad one <gasps> So not isolation but It wasn't it wasn't AVP. Nope. It was Alien. You almost did Alien. Alien. I know it was an Aliens game. Right, I'm going to give you it. It right, was Aliens Colonial Marines. Oh, that was it. It was that the one that was it. meant to be like the big. Oh, it's set in the Aliens universe. It's like the proper sequel to the film Aliens. Yeah. Anyway, it was shit. It was shit. Oh, one of the biggest games of the show. Okay, clip okay. number two. Okay, we are currently creating a health and safety hazard behind closed doors at the Activision stand where we're going to be talking to David Anthony, one of the developers of only the biggest game there is at the show. Oh, it must be Call of Duty. Oh, which Call of Duty? ET 2012. Maybe mm, Black Ops 2. Yes, you're oh, right, you got it. Well me. done. That's Your E3 knowledge is that's embarrassing. Wow. Okay, please, please don't tell two for two so that. far. So, number three, here we go. It's the red wine I'm drinking. This might be the embarrassing one, actually. Anyway. The way. It's clear just from the kind of the wee shot I just had there. This is taken up to a really special game, and I really enjoyed it. Despite the fact I was pushed off. Oh, shaping up to be a very special game. We ended. Up, we did review that game in 2012. Oh right. Lost Planet Three. <gasps> no. Oh. oh, it's Hitman Absolution. Oh shit! Shaping up to be a very special game. (laughs) What is your not your favorite? What is your most special game? (laughs) I know it's like I was so so careful with the language. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number four. Is that you get you get it wrong? So two or three so far. Bit of an awkward moment to start with because it starts with a naked woman in the screen. Obviously, it's a bit awkward seeing that in a room full of other men. Fuck. That's the worst. I'm not. When I was going starts, through that, that was the worst moment. Starts with a naked woman on the screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think of games that start with a naked woman on the screen. Twenty. I'll give you a clue if you want. Mm-hmm. You had this game for a while. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> that uh, doesn't narrow it down. It doesn't. Uh, it, it, naked woman. Lollipop chainsaw. No. no, she doesn't get. No, she, she doesn't get naked. What is it? It's a uh, Far Cry Three. Oh, yeah, fuck I see. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah that's up. two out of four so far. Oh, so this see, is I thought it was doing well. This is the clincher. Right, you okay. could equalise here. All right, <laughs> well, moving on. Right, okay, clip five. And uh, one last question: uh, Can you confirm will there be downloadable content where you get to relive Commander's glorious moment when we win the nineteen ninety seven? So we we tend to make things that are really popular, and uh, I'm not entirely sure that would be. <laughs> 
cheeky fucking bastard. He's a cheeky cunt. He really cheeky is. bastard. Was, yeah, aye. You should see the face that he uses yeah. when he says that to me as well. And I have to give the most polite laugh. <laughs> Would that be FIFA 2013? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well done. Embarrassing. I know. <laughs> My favourite one is the picture of you sitting in uh, the Star Trek, the captain's chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just... Is there, is there women standing next to you? Ah, yeah. <laughs> Bored looking. It annoys me actually a little, a little, a little bit this because none, neither of the women are dressed as Vulcans, but they both did the Vulcan hand sign. Oh. <laughs> like, so that was Diplomatic Joe. Hello, Diplomatic Joe. <laughs> Joe. Yo. Heady yo. Or heady no. Go on. Was this potentially the real, the, an alternate title for Death Stranding? Hit me. Norman's dick. That's <laughs> what the people want. How do you know? Because you can't even see it. You never see it. It was. What? Alternate, alternate title. Norman's dick. Potentially that might be the subtitle though. <laughs> yeah. If we see it. Oh, we will fucking see it. Usually around this time mm. in the podcast, we would do a feature that we call Is It Canon? Mm. However, Joe has not prepared. Well, we've been internetless. Internetless. So. In fairness, yeah. we have no internet. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to do instead is a feature that I have uh, called Kim's Job. Um, and essentially, this is... Uh, see, see if you're not interested in something that's not video games related. <laughs> just, keep, just go on to the questions at the end. There's something there. Yeah. Um, but this essentially is born of... Kim was talking about one of the more difficult parts of her job, which is in the programme that she does, she sometimes has to find songs which fit in with certain scenarios yeah, so, she, she edits for daytime television by the yeah. way like she edits, right now she's editing a daytime television program. so sometimes it may be a phrase someone says yeah. or an action they do and she has to try and find in the way that some TV, TV programmes do something that is, essentially yeah. is exactly what a popular saying. song I won't recognise a wee needle drop stick it in yeah. there like know. oh like a dog gets out who let dogs about, out? Who let dogs out? That kind of thing. Yeah. So we, uh, we, <laughs> we during started, dinner, started suggesting, and we started out quite, like, Teen. just a couple, and then we got really involved. And essentially, this is what we're going to do. I've got five. <laughs> and I've got five. You've got five. Too. And we're just going to, like, g- general agreement, we'll decide who does yeah, who's anecdote it? better. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to go first, or shall I? Uh, so the format is We essentially need to describe The scenario which leads to <laughs> yeah, the song, song being played right, Okay Now you go first You go first Okay right, right go on. So hmm. Opens up <laughs> Right And the, the One of the presenters The male presenter's doing uh, A bit of What do you call it VT Yeah VT Yeah top Piece of camera Piece of camera yeah, yeah. So a piece of camera And they're, they're filming This time they're filming In Dunlop Right okay In Ayrshire Dunlop okay, right. yeah. Filming in Dunlop But oh, Keeps going at Comores <laughs> Films us said, oh, we're here in wonderful Comores, we're Crazy. here at the... And the director keeps in his ear, we're in Dunlop. Yeah. Stop saying Comores, we're in Dunlop. And it takes four times. He keeps saying it. As if he's, you know, you know, sometimes you just, you get some stuck in your head and you just keep going yeah. back yeah. and back yeah. and back. To, keep saying it, keep saying it. And the folk around him, you can see they're getting a bit agitated. And he's he's getting, can be a bit upset because he's a professional, he's got public around him. And he just keeps saying it, keeps saying it. And then, He's getting so like wound up about it. Yep. And he's like, right, no, I can do it. This is the one. This is the one. And he says, right, we're here in beautiful Comores. Oh, oops, I did it again. <laughs> Straight into Britney Spears. Oops. I did it again. <laughs> did again. Very good. Yeah, very okay, good. let's hear your first one. Uh, okay, right. So um, <laughs> it's a celebrity version mm-hmm. of the show. So one of the celebrity guests okay. have got it. Uh, is Jamiroquai, JK. Okay. JK from Jamiroquai. And mm-hmm. 
he always wears the same thing, doesn't he? Yeah. He always wears sort of track top, top thing. He always mm-hmm. wears sort of iconic, his beanie. Yeah, uh, his hats. Yeah, yeah his beanie hats, right. He wears it everywhere. Yeah. Right? Of course he does, because it's part of his, his look. It's part yeah. of his look. So mm-hmm. every shop visit they do is part of the show. Yeah. He's always got it on, right? Mm-hmm. But there's one particular shop they go to. The owner of the shop is uh, he's quite particular about manners. Yeah. Because obviously, um, when you're outside, you know, you wear your hat outside. Yeah. But then when you go inside, you're meant to take it off because it's very polite. Yeah, of stuff. course, yeah. Yeah. So he said, he asked you, Jamiroquai, can you, can you take that off, please? You know, is, is that okay? And Jamiroquai is like, well, no, I can't do that. It's part of my look. It's part of my look. So the producer, they have to stop rolling. Yeah, of course. The producer rolls in. He's like, look, listen, can we just work something out here? Because it's, you know, we're just going to be here for five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, do, do a couple of shots, just look for some items, you know, to move to buy. Won't be long, right? Yeah. Shopkeeper's humming and hawing. And he's like, oh, all right, okay, but I'll, I'll let you do it. Hmm. You can keep your hat on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'd say. All right. I'm gonna give that one to you. Cause it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, bad. Yeah. The worse they are, the better they are. Yeah, thing. Like, right. Okay. You ready? Yeah, yeah. So, filming a piece to camera. Hmm. All mine are gonna start up. <laughs> and it's in a bookshop. Yep. And he's going through all these um, books that have been sold in this bookshop. Yeah. So he says, oh, there was an original printing of The Expectations that was sold for lots of money at yep. auction. Yep. Uh, there was a signed copy of, I don't know, the fucking, the first dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> signed copy right, of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking about t- tomes of import. And they're all, and he's, he's going King through... King James' King James Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's all leading up to, like, an interview with the guy who owns and runs the bookshop, who's kind of been, like, part of um, this team he kind of started to kind of find these important books, bring them to the public's yeah. kind of knowledge. I mean, he does sell them, of course. He's got to make money. Mm. But it's all about kind of bringing this kind of knowledge from these old books forward. Mm. And he's kind of walking through the shop, walking towards where they've marked out for him to stand to start the interview. And he starts talking, well, one of the most important books, um, of course, in fact, not even a book that this guy uh, found and sold was, of course, a map. It was one. Of the, it was believed to be the map of the world that Christopher Columbus used um, when he was going to find uh, the New World. Right. It was Christopher Columbus, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Chris Columbus is the director, the director of the High yeah, yeah. Christopher Columbus is... Uh, and of course Columbo. They, Columbo. <laughs> and of course, they found the map, they restored it, and they sold it at auction. $1.3 million. million. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So here we are. Here is the man who sold the world. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, this is the man who sold the world. Oh, very good, very good, very good. Okay. Um... Oh, mine's just not very long, this one. Oh, that's cool, that's fine. <laughs> right, okay. So they, they go at a particular shop. Right, right. okay. It's, a, it's, it's Rather than being antique sort of items, like ornaments mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yeah. um, it's it's actually it's antique clothing. Mm. It's like, okay, okay, well, that's, you know, it's because people don't usually sell that. It may be something quite unique for the show yeah. to have in it. So antique clothing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got, like, bowler hats, uh, old sort of dresses, yeah. uh, old suits, things like that, mm-hmm. um, tweed jackets, um, mm-hmm. cardigans. There's one particular cardigan. It's, it's sort of frayed at the edges a little bit, but it's it's actually it was worn by someone very important in history, mm-hmm. a bit, a, bit a, a, a true you know historical figure. Mm-hmm. It was their sort of casual wear, yeah. And so they, you know, they've kept it, and it's as good condition as they can without. You know, they haven't restored it too much. Yeah. ruin the sanctity of the piece. Mm-hmm. But they have to kind of keep it looking all right. Mm-hmm. And so obviously bits keep on falling off. Yeah. 
like you know the the, the collar starts to come undone, mm-hmm. you know, starts to kind of tear away the edges. The pocket yeah. I was obviously hanging down a little bit and stuff like that. The buttons they keep on falling off, mm-hmm. and they put they have to put the buttons back on. Obviously, right? <laughs> they have to put the buttons back on. Mm-hmm. And there's like six buttons in this one, in this thing, right? And all of them have fallen off at various times, but one more than any <laughs> keeps on falling off. You just can't get it back on, it just always falls off again. It's the hardest button to button. I think you get that one as well. <laughs> what? No, you're supposed to be better than okay, that. I'll do that. The man who sold the one. I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Wait, 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 actually, just before we, we were boring everybody we were at dinner with, with about 25 of these earlier, so... So, so <laughs> but we're giving you that same example, the same, the same sample of the dinner getting to hang out with the socket and, and fucking ruining dinner. <laughs> right. So they're filming, as a lot of these programmes do, they sometimes yeah. have segments where the presenters are driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, kind of, it's, it's not really actually about the subject of the show, he's just kind of talking about what he loves. When he's, in his, when he's in his car and he's talking about he loves the camaraderie of the road. He loves straight roads. Right. He loves 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 a corner. Right. <laughs> he loves loves a bypass. Right. Loves getting onto the motorway. Mm. Loves loves passing points. Right. But above all else, <laughs> what the presenter loves right. is the humble roundabout. Right. And they they play roundabout. <laughs> With like the theme song? No, like Roundabout by Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> of course, thank you. Fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, that was good. That was Fucking good. plum. That was good. <laughs> okay. The theme right. song? Okay, so. Roundabout. Yeah, from Roundabout. That's <laughs> Magic Roundabout, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's Magic Rain, isn't it? Okay, 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 okay. Uh, right. I've only had one glass of wine. I know, I know. Right. We can do this, come on. I know. Not all antique shops uh, are antiques. Some of them is more mm. about memorabilia, uh, collect collectible items. Because they're worth a lot of money. A lot of money. And uh, obviously there's a lot of big um, things that people like to collect. Especially mm-hmm. from the world of movies. Yeah. People get fanatic about movies. They like to collect anything they possibly can. Mm-hmm. One shop visit um, is actually props mm-hmm. from a certain film. Well, there's lots of films that they have props from, but there's, yeah. it's, it specialises in one particular. Uh, it's all the swords and shields and armour worn in the popular Lord of the Rings films. Oh, right. Yeah. So, obviously, the guy who collects this, he's a character. Oh, he's a character. Has to be. Of course, he's a character, right? Mm-hmm. So, the presenters go have to have a bit of an interview with them. So, like, mm-hmm. Where do you get all this stuff? And he's like, well, you know, I'm obsessed with the films. Uh, I've, I've, I've written, I've wrote to the production company a lot. I've, I've visited the sets. I actually went to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that's where they film all the things. Yeah. Um, I've been to New Zealand because I, I really needed to go. To, I wanted to, I wanted to visit Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. And to me, New Zealand is Middle Earth. And uh, in fact, I'm so. <laughs> I think Middle Earth's too formal a name. I, I call it Emmy. Right, Middle Earth. It's, it's, it's a bit of a shorthand for it. Emmy. Have you ever been to Emmy? And the presenter's like, no. I've never been to me. <laughs> such a fucking... <laughs> I've never been to me. Shot from Middle Earth. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, you and that one. Right, okay. Two more. Two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's either the best feature or the worst feature we've ever done. <laughs> I think it's aiming towards the worst. Yeah. Uh, right. right. So, with a lot of these shows, daytime shows, they have little bits about like the kind of places they're being shot so mm. like for example if there's an abbey nearby they'll usually walk around the abbey if they're doing it in York they'd maybe have a walk down the shambles mm. that kind of thing yeah now where they're filming uh, uh, for this one is Reading okay yeah, yeah and Reading is actually known for um, it has a brand new distillery they opened oh, up doing okay. gin okay. and it was actually started by like folk at school it was like a project they kind of started oh, at yeah. school um, so these like kids 14, 15 teenagers right and they started to d- distill gin. Um, obviously, they're not allowed to taste it. Yeah, of course. That's that's the rules. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of they're, they're taking the present on a wee guided tour. This is one of the newest gin distillers. It's a really great news story. They've helped raise a lot of money for the school to mm. help kind of rebuild parts of it. It's amazing. It's nice. And of course, like like any presenter has to have a wee sample. Yeah. So he he takes a, a wee sip of sip of gin. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, it's, it tastes lovely. Like, mm. really, it tastes amazing. But what's more interesting to me is, is, this, is, the, is the scent, is the aroma mm. coming off the gin. Okay. And one of the, the kids is like, well, what, what, what does it smell like? And he's like, well, to me, it, it just it smells like a teen spirit. <laughs> <laughs> That is good. That is good. These are like the very, worst very good. jokes. Like 18 spirit. <laughs> like, you know, it's one of those bullshit, bullshit jokes. Bad jokes. Bullshit right, jokes. Bullshit jokes. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so at one point... By the way, if if, if you do, um, like, Kim, like, you, this is part of your job and you use any of these, <laughs> these songs, right. we need to be in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it has to be for that situation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if that situation arises and you use that song... You have to credit bits, no? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so at one point they stop off at um, a museum because they're not. It isn't just about buying things and selling things. Of course. It's, it's about culture. It's about mm-hmm. history. It's about social history. It's about the yeah. people we are. It's mm-hmm. about technology. It's about what makes us like yeah. talking about technological advances during the industrial age, things like that. Mm-hmm. They visit uh, a social sort of a, a history museum, mm-hmm. history of uh, engineering. Mm-hmm. And there's all of these different exhibits. There's obviously there's steam engines, mm-hmm. and there's like building works and things like that. Yeah. You know. And there's also sewage as well, because it's a big part of what has has helped channel the, the course of human history and, and our advancement. Mm-hmm. is sewage yeah. and and how and the, the sewage system and how we dispose of waste. Mm-hmm. And obviously, one of the things we use most is a toilet. Yeah, toilets. Um, and. There's actually there's a lot of prototype toilets that are you know because obviously it didn't t- it, t- it took a while to get to the, the porcelain throne that we're used to, mm-hmm. and one of them actually the mechanism is actually quite unique because obviously we, it wasn't the same as the one we use now, mm-hmm. um, very very unique one of a kind toilet from you know a, a prototype toilet from hundreds of years ago. Yeah, the presenter just looks at it and just goes, "What a loo! <laughs> what a loo!" <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, no, like listening to you, you missed Joe's expression. <laughs> Waterloo, Waterloo. <laughs> I don't know. I, 
pretty, that was pretty bad that one. Oh uh, uh, no, you, that was good. You get that. Uh, that was good. Uh, you get that. So it's even. Even oh. Stevens got in the last round. <laughs> Who will win it? Christmas special time. Mm. What better time of year than to get the celebs on? Of course. So our main presenters have partnered off a celeb. Yep. One team, we've got the presenter Timmy Mallet. <laughs> Other team, we've got the presenter, and of course, famous songstress, Kim Wilde. Yep. <laughs> Everyone loves Kim Wilde. I'm trying to work out where this is going back. <laughs> oh, you'll find out pretty soon. Uh, okay. So, Kim Wilde. So, they're walking, and they've decided this, this place is packed with shops full of uh, antiques, bric-a-brac, yeah, yeah. collectibles. In fact, it's an even number of shops on both sides of the street. So one team say, right, well, we're going to take the left side. Mm. And the other team say, we're going to take the right side. And they kind of, they're, they're getting themselves all ready to go. And just right before they say, go! Kim Wilde decides she wants to be on the other side of the road. Right, okay, okay. So there's a big argument. Because Tim Mallet already had his wee eye, his wee, his wee, wee bit of side eye yeah. on like a glorious bust. Right. In one of the windows, he's okay. like, "I'm having that bust." Right. Okay. I'm having that bust. Having That's that going to make me yeah. coin. Right. Top coin. Uh, and there's a big argy bargy. Hmm. And so the presenters are like, "Well, what do we do? Like, K- Kim wants to do this. We don't want to annoy her, but at the same time, we don't want to annoy Timmy Mallet because mm. Timmy Mallet was a good get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this, yeah. especially Christmas. That's, yeah. that's a time for Timmy Mallet. That is a time for Timmy Mallet. <laughs> and they say, "Well, right. What do we do then? Do we do we let Timmy?" Stay on this side, or I mean, do you? I mean, do, do you feel comfortable walking on the wild side? <laughs> knew that's where that was going. I bloody knew that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Thank you. That's good. Okay, last one from me. Right. Okay. Pressure's on. It is on. Right. Well, so oh no. Oh. Oh well. That was the last. <laughs> It's the same celebrity episode from earlier, so Jamaica Wise in one team, right? right. But we've befallen another team this time, so mm-hmm. it's Daniel, Rad- Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, that's, that's good. I know, big get. Well done. Big budget, they've got a Hollywood star, Harry Potter himself, right, Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. So they're visiting lots of shops, uh, you know, because you know, even though he's a young man, still, yeah. you know, he's, 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 he's got a discerning character to him. Yeah. Right? You know he'll <clears throat> spot a bargain. Oh, yeah. And he'll sell he's, something. He's, he's known sell for bargains. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he is, he's, he's known for bargains. So they go to this antique shop. Mm-hmm. There's all manner of things. There's there's um, there's ornaments. There's paintings. Mm-hmm. There's old golf clubs even. Oh wow! There's musical instruments. Mm-hmm. There's a gramophone player. Oh, a gramophone record player. Mm-hmm. And there's a record playing in it already. Yeah. Right. And Daniel recognizes the song. Oh, right. It seems to bring back memories in him. The cameras are rolling at this point. So yeah, this is all yeah. gold. This is all in the show, right? Yeah. Daniel, it's quiet. The presenter starts like, oh, what's he doing? He just, he just lets Daniel have his moment. Mm-hmm. Daniel closes his eyes. Camera's still rolling. He recognises the song. brings back memories. He starts singing. Singing mm-hmm. along because he knows the words. Yeah. He hums a little bit and he sings. He sings along. He starts crying. Mm-hmm. The presenter's like, Dan sings with tears in his eyes. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You win. You win. I win Kim's job. <laughs> you win Kim's job. 
<laughs> so finally you've got a job I do yeah finally after all this time waiting no longer a jacker must I be I've taken my wife's job <laughs> taking a celebration drink <laughs> and that was and we'll never do that again our worst ever feature <laughs> you're welcome Hideo Hideo Kojima hit me question number four member there was a notebook found with other titles for Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Now, this could be one. Could be one I've made up. Let's go for it. Are you ready? Yep. It was. Baby's Big Day Out too. <laughs> no. How do you know? Huh? How do you yes? Ah. So, zero, I think it's, zero for four. That, that, that makes sense, though. Because there's does. a baby in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and it's got a big day out. Yeah, it's a big day out. Two. <laughs> okay, and now it's time for you guys to say a bit. Uh, this is this obviously being our E3 special. That was good I didn't see that coming We asked We're recording a new podcast this week Tell us What's been your favourite game shown at E3 this year And a supplementary question actually Which was also uh, Your biggest disappointment Biggest disappointments So we'll do the Facebook first As (laughs) tradition dictates I don't know why that Uh, It's tradition But not popularity Ben Burns Maker of a game That we are going to have a video about very soon yeah. Uh, he says Breath of the Wild. That's the New Zelda, by the way. Mm-hmm. Looks incredible, but they've made Link right-handed. So thanks, Mendo. Thanks. Mm-hmm. No, he's right-handed in Skyward Sword, and that's it. So it's, it's probably because the majority of people using the motion controls were right-handed. Has it got motion controls in it? What the new? I, I don't fucking I don't know. know. Don't it, it, but he says, just kidding. I'm totally going to get it. Also, until I see Link's penis on screen, I'm working on the basis that Link is a girl. <laughs> they've already said you can't go girl Link. You can't go girl. Aye, we a bit disappointed. Let's avoid that yeah, topic because there's a lot of really charged emotions about it. Yeah. I think it's a shame, but it's not a big deal. Yeah, that's what that's my the, the bit socket line. We're disappointed. Well, no, we're not disappointed. We're sort of. It would have been really. Yeah, good it would have been nice, it. but it's, it's not going to stop me from buying it. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and it shouldn't stop you from buying it if you're not in Zelda. Okay, Richard Chope <laughs> again. Zelda: Breath of the Wild has been has been a standout for me. Simply beautiful. Also, Detroit: Become Human. Has an aesthetic that I think I enjoy immersing myself in, although I must say that I'm impressed by the showing of Battlefield 1, even though I generally don't like FPS games. Uh, Detroit, you like you liked to look at that, didn't you? I did. I That's the David Cage one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, what I like about it is... Is there a SWAT team in it? <laughs> yes. Oh, fucking David Cage and his SWAT teams. Uh, what I liked about it was, it seems like one of the first ones he's talked about where it did genuinely seem like... Incremental differences were important, right? So, like, well, for example, in, in the trailer, it shows uh, an android saving a girl from another android, right? But in the well, certainly in the trailer, it showed him saving her in loads of different ways. Ways that meant he saved the girl and the, the, he talked the guy down. Once mm. where he killed the guy, once where he, he died. Yeah. It looked like it might actually get to the point where he's delivering on this idea because when heavy rain came out, it was like, oh, you, you can die anytime, and you couldn't. You can only really die yeah. properly at set times in the yeah. game. So I wonder if this is maybe the first time he's yeah. going to deliver. And uh, the setting looks cool. It's all about, like, androids and stuff yeah. like that. So It's funny, just because I've been listening to you talk for, like, a minute there. Yeah. I thought you were going to end with a song name there. <laughs> 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 uh, John Blackley, he says, uh, Scalebound. It's actually quite a controversial choice. A lot of people have seen disappointed by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyrim, Zelda, Fallout 4 DLC, E3 was ace for the Xbox One. It's true, actually. They had a good showing. In fact, mm-hmm. I think most of them had a good showing. I think they are. I think um, Titanfall 2 also looks pretty epic. I've actually not watched any of the Titanfall 2 stuff because I didn't mm-hmm. have internet at the time. I've heard a lot of, a lot of people seemed really impressed with aye. it. It's not really... It's a big mech game, I suppose. I like big mechs. I like big mechs, aye. Aye, but... No, but I think, mm-hmm. right, 
Andy Hamilton <clears throat> of Midnight Resistance fame, mm-hmm. he's a big Titanfall sort of uh, defender. He, he's yeah. a big fan of it, and I trust his judgment when it comes to FPS games. So I, I missed out on it because I didn't have an Xbox One, obviously. But yeah. I think Titanfall Two is multi-format. Isn't yeah, it's it multi-format. So I might, I might be, I might, might be tempted. Be tempted. Might be I tempted. do like big robots. I had like big robots. Right, so move on to Twitter. Yep. That's the platform du jour. That's <laughs> uh, on Yoda. Uh, came with Scalebound it doesn't look like a game that has a very strong idea of what it wants to be and it's loaded with hashtag too edgy dialogue I'm assuming that's a disappointment then yeah Yeah. (laughs) should have prefixed that probably yeah Uh, yeah, I've not actually seen much of Scalebound I think Mm. I know it sounds bad but see because it's coming out on PC and the Xbox Xbox, which we don't have I don't have either of so I know that sounds bad but we're not made of money I know and and I think again because it's a platinum game, yeah. it's, it makes it even worse that I might not know, get to play it. So, um, hey, I, but I don't think there's anything uh, wrong with edgy stuff though. Because uh, remember, Dante is uh, the Dante. king of edge. Yes, yes, he's all edge. Yes, he all edge. He's a guy he's... made of edge carrying a big edge. <laughs> <laughs> he's got two guns, both called edge. <laughs> His favorite guitarist is the edge. <laughs> favorite wrestler is the edge. <laughs> when he orders some pizza, he gets the edge pizza. Do they still do that? Wasn't that was pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Topping goes right to the earth. <laughs> so it right. drops off now. <laughs> Move on. We're, we're going to skip a few of them because a lot of them There's are a lot the same. of Zelda ones. A lot of Zelda. Siam. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Berserk. Muzo. Oh, I fuck. Announced. Right. They didn't show anything of it, didn't, but just the, just that, just the fact that they're making a Berserk Muzo, I'm cool with that. Aye. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm looking to get into reading Did the Did you play the Berserk well? game that I got for the Dreamcast? I played a bit of it. Aye. It was, pretty, it was, it was it ropey, was okay. but it was yeah. good fun. It was one of these sort of B-tier games that you, yeah. you know, it's still pretty good. But, it, well, that kind of thing where it's one guy with a massive sword fighting hundreds of people Aye. will work perfectly that to me, yeah. in that genre. Yeah, yeah. Sonic Yoda, as well, said, so like, the look of Bound reminds him of El Shaddai. It's a personal favourite, and I oh, loved El Shaddai yeah. Ascension of the Metatron. So good. That was an amazing so fucking good. game. Uh, Sam Smith, that's another shout for uh, Berserk. Um, let's have a oh, look. Oh, actually, a little mm-hmm. side note. Yes. Sam Smith and Sam Ahmed mm-hmm. have started their own podcast recently about Gunpla. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's two Gunpla uh, podcasts that are in our um, network of friends that we. <laughs> yeah. We're just surrounded by Gunpla. I know, yeah. Cami Toman says, very into that Horizon Zero Dawn game, Witcher liked combat in a very gorgeous style. Hope it works out great. I am kind of. Yeah. I think looks, I, I'm more excited about it now once I saw the kind of boss fight mm. at the end of it and I thought, this looks like it could be really interesting. I'm still a wee bit. Well, there's still a wee question about it, whether mm. or not it's. Is that, is that all the game will be? Yeah. But, no, I definitely, I like the look of it. Yeah. The main character looks quite good as well, so yeah. I'm kind of, yeah. big hope for that. I also liked how, <coughs> when it showed it, it looked like certainly when you were playing the game, there was no HUD. Mm. It looked like things happened and yeah. you used buttons, but it looked like it was clear unless you started hitting buttons. Yeah. And again, I quite like that kind of, when you've got an amazing looking game, yeah. don't fucking clutter it. Yeah. Just make it look simple and yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I much prefer simplicity. Uh, Jim, big saying, fan of the getaway then. There was no screen furniture in that at all. That's, yeah, it's the game of the year. Um, Jim, Alex Hugbro, def- again, another one for Zelda, saying yeah. it, it definitely feels like the newest thing that was shown this week. It does. Um, it's, I think it's because it looks so different from other Zeldas. It's yeah. like it feels new and fresh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it did. Uh, but though I would say, um, and I think it is mentioned as well, like Death Stranding is... Fuck knows what it is. Fuck knows what it is. Like, there's actually like, the Kojima Productions Twitter account had a, this big night. Here's nine things about it. Yeah. About, oh, rope and stick. It's all about you, you might get a stick to play online, but you might get a rope. It, I was kind of reading it being like, fucking, just don't. 
because it'll be a platformer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like I don't know. I think I, I'm very excited about it, but I also know that I don't know. Is Kojima? Here's something. I'm taking a wee second here. Go on. Is Kojima the Japanese Peter Molyneux? Oh, oh. is it? You've said that. And you can't take it back. Is he? You've said that. You've asked is that. He pa- no, and I'm not meaning that he necessarily promises the same, but yeah. do you think it's just the way he is and the way things are put together that he promises more than he delivers sometimes? I'm not going to comment on that. But, I'm not, not going to partake. Right, okay. Don't, you don't need to verbally, right. but give me a wee wink if you think I'm kind of on the right track. Oh, yeah. There we go. Thank you. I'm not saying... Don't be wrong. I've got a lot of respect for Peter Molyneux. For, all, for some things. Um, but... I I just feel sometimes that it's like I don't know. Do you think I'm, the, trying, I'm trying to think? Do you think the Death Stranding is like a curiosity style thing? Like we've all got to just tap Norman Reedus's dick. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> camera get, pans down. One of his wins a it's chance. Like, to... You know, um, in old uh, British pubs, I'd, I'd probably get in other countries as well. Like you'd have like the KP nuts, <laughs> and it'd be like this, like it'd be a cardboard Aye. like backing. Yeah. Like, the you'd take the nuts off it. But underneath there's a naked woman. Do you think it's a bit like that? You tap and like you'd say, oh, "I've got a wee bit. Oh, there's a wee bit of shaft. Come on, hit a vein." You know what I mean? I'm disappointed by Death Stranding, right? You know yeah. the baby disappears and all that in the in the yeah. trailer. See if that ends up being fucking metal- metallic IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna flip my nut. <laughs> right, let's keep going. Uh, um, Steve Scribbles says, I've got high hopes for that Spider-Man game, but also that COD Infinite Warfare gameplay footage really took me by surprise. I've not watched any of the Call of Duty stuff, I'm afraid. But, no, say a word for it, mm. but Spider-Man game, yeah. Well, yeah. you know what, I mean... <laughs> Spider-Man 2. It's funny how it was like, that was like the last thing was also into it, as if it was like a big, mm. whoa, look at this, big thing. The thing oh. is, right, see if it is mm. like a PS4 beautiful looking version of Spider-Man 2 the movie for the PlayStation yeah. 2 I'm fine with that because that was yeah. a fucking good game because the thing was the actual like in terms of the, the story mode of the game it was like 20 minutes long Aye. but actual just experience in the city it was Aye, one of the first games good. that I played where I thought this feels like someone sat down and was like right, what can the superhero do right so he can jump he can swing from buildings he's got spider sense he can fight and he's literally just right so let's get jumping good Aye. and they gave him that amazing jump meter so Aye. you hope the more you held it down the higher you jumped yeah. and they got the swinging right it, it, it just felt like the first game before even the, the Arkham Asylum games kind of mm. came out and got a, a kind of reasonably good idea of what Batman should feel like mm. it felt like they nailed it it was yeah. just the problem was the city was kind of empty and a bit repetitive but there was points when you were swinging down from the Empire State Building all the way downtown you think this, there was yeah. nothing like it at the time yeah. And it was mind-blowing. It was, it was. And it had Bruce Campbell <laughs> yeah. doing voiceover for it as well. <laughs> right, we'll just do a few more, because yeah. as I said, there's a lot of similar yeah, ones here. Yeah. Uh, Sean Davies said, favourite was God of War, a.k.a. Kindergarten Chop. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I've heard the kind of chat, well, it's got, you got he, a war, he's, a, beard now. he's a Viking. And they've changed the oh. camera angle, it's not that mad, far-out camera now, it's like right. just a normal third-person camera angle. Okay. That weird camera the God like, of War game. We've rebooted it. We've changed the camera. <laughs> changed the camera. <laughs> Lewis Park said, "Good to see Crash Bandicoot get a remaster from the ground up." Is it? Is that a remaster from the ground up? Yeah, no, it is. But is it good? That's what no. I'm, <laughs> it's like, I'm not gonna uh, say anything. About it. Uh, but he's also is that Resi demo still haunting me? Resi Seven demo? Have you played it? I, I, I left it downloading and it took all day. And then by the time I had finished downloading, I had to pack and then go to bed for the holiday. I've downloaded it and I played it for a minute. And it was too much. <laughs> As a man who still down. hasn't finished the PT demo, because I'm too fucking scared yeah. of it. It is weird though how it's kind of like. 
Because I don't. I think they have said like this isn't going to be an action-packed Resident Evil. Yeah. But at the same time, it does seem weird to like announce it with a demo that is kind of aping E-P-T-A. the big demo from yeah. last year. Yeah. It does. Was it, it was the last PT two last year? Ago. Two years ago. It does seem a wee bit like. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean. Because PT did so well because folk were streaming it, finding yeah. all the secrets. That's exactly what's happened to the Resi Seven demo. It's clever. Do it. It's clever. <laughs> but. In terms of like, was it necessarily the the, the idea to would that sell the game to me? Yeah, no, because I fucking couldn't play PT. Yeah, so right, a few more, a yeah. few more. Uh, oh, someone's put a picture, the gorgeous picture. Oh, yeah. of Link climbing that rock <coughs> face. Yeah. that was uh, announced, that was shown off. Uh, Ryan Teague says, "For honor, looks like it might be fun. Although uh, worried about the Ubisoft downgrade effect and the new Pokemon looks awful, <laughs> but we'll still buy." <laughs> so for honor, that's the Ubisoft. It's like. It's like the knights and armor RPG, but there's, it's not like a fantasy uh, game. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. Well, that's like but see the people who have been, you know, a small team who raised money on Kickstarter to make yeah a non-fantasy medieval RPG years yeah. ago. And they've been toiling away at it, small team toiling away at it for years and years and years. <laughs> and then Ubisoft like, that's a good idea. Let's get a two hundred man team to make it. And like ah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Thank you, senpai. Uh, and Pokemon. I asked lots of folks slagging off the Pokemon. I, I wonder if it's more is this to Pokemon do with Pokemon Go or Pokemon. Uh, no, thanks to the new po- some, the, the uh, new Pokemon. Uh, sun and Moon. Uh, right. I think loads of folks were annoyed because when Nintendo started like the stream, they showed like ten minutes of Zelda, then four hours of Pokemon. <laughs> but do you know what I would say to that? Right. It's like just turn it off. And come remember, later. you're on the endless entertaining internet. I know. You can turn it off. Yeah, you can watch anything else. Play it, a game. All the Zelda stuffs on YouTube. I know. Yeah. I, just, Watch the Zelda trailer over and over again. Watch bits, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but Seriously, though, yeah. See if something on the internet's not very really good. Just watch bits, okay. That's the rest of the internet. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of Netflix? <laughs> What's this website I'm even on? I'm streaming this through YouTube. The Nintendo thing's the only thing on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we got one here uh, from 2000 Marbles. Uh, nude Norman Reedus <laughs> and Viking Kratos nearly won it, but it's got to be the new Zelda. Yeah. Shame I'm a bad boy and don't have a Wii U. You are a very bad it's boy. It's all right, you can make up for it by either buying a Wii U now or buying an NX when Zelda comes out. Oh, I'm going to have to buy Whatever the NX, NX is. I'm going to have to buy You know what I'd like to see if like, the NX release date comes around? We've heard nothing about it, but there's queues every video game shop waiting what the hell is the NX the diehard Nintendo fans are there money in hand yeah. to buy it not even know how much it costs they put on YouTube at the same time there's a stream Reggie walks out and he says the NX has been inside you all along <laughs> it's, it's like it's, that's, you know, it's new technology Nintendo I just think it would be really good if like the NX didn't exist <laughs> yeah. and it was just a Wii U yeah. just a Wii U in a slightly different colour with a go faster stripe on it yeah Right, a few more. Uh, Yuri Litvinenko. Uh, apologies for my pronunciation. Why does the NX look like a leftover leader of Luigi Wii U? <laughs> Sorry, on you go. Uh, it says, adventure title ReCore uh, turned out to be a uh, weird auto-aim shooter with RPG uh, bollocks. That's a shame, because the trailer, for the, the sort of unveiling trailer for that last year looked really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, as disappointments, a three-way tie between ReCore, Skillbound, and almost the entirety of EA's conference. Wow. Woof. Woof. Eat Aye, that. FIFA has a story mode in it. Mm-hmm. My name is, is football. <laughs> and I will learn football. <laughs> <laughs> that is my story. 
football. <laughs> um, let's have a look. Matt uh, says Quake Champions as a disappointment, especially coming off Doom. Multiplayer only, character based, not being made by ID. Fucked it. Is it Ed or ID? It's Ed. Ed. Ed then. Uh, it's like whenever I try to remember if it's Ed crowd or IT crowd. Hi, yeah. I always get it wrong. Also, I call it Father Teed. <laughs> uh, right. Just one last one. Yeah, right. Last one. Hit me. Ra- last one. Martin, this is from Malcolm Barsclap. No, it fucking isn't. Yeah, it's, aye, it fucking is. Disappointment. Zelda. What? Zelda's a letdown. I know, love it. What? But it was a poor presentation. Oofed. Oofed. That trailer, though. Mm. That trailer. That's also, all it needs. I did see, um, I can't find it there, because we've got quite a few. I Somebody have went but, off in one about uh, how I just I think, like, Zelda I, it being an open world game. Yeah. I think, for me, and we were talking about this over dinner, because we really fucking ruined that dinner. I know, right. um, Is that, I th- it's very rare that Nintendo, when they do something like this, especially when their main flagship series, go really wrong with Aye. it. Even games like, like for example, Super Mario Sunshine, wasn't the best 3D Mario. Yeah. But it was still, like, see if you just see how that looks. Yeah. It looked astounding. And yeah. it still was great fun to play. Yeah. I don't think they would introduce all these, all this open world, all this adventure and exploration and not have thought it all through. Yeah. And I know, like, there's a lot of you see open like open world games, like fucking Skyrim's back again. And <laughs> there's all these games that they don't pack character and stuff to do. They're just grey wanderings. And even just watching the trailer for it, I just thought, there's always going to be something. Yeah. Some new beautiful vista, some new adventure yeah. over the next hill. And for me, that's what Zelda's always been. It's just now they're not locking it behind. All right, you can't go here till you've got the hook shot. Mm. Or you can't go here until you've got X, Y, Z. It looks more like you're going to be more limited by the fact that you walk left for 10 minutes and you're going to be like, fuck, I wish I'd walked right. <laughs> because it's it's that child in a sweetie shop. You, uh, you yeah. don't, you for every one do. sweet you have, it means you can't have 50 others. Aye. That's it. I think that mm. you're going to be more shocked by how much you can do in it rather than thinking, oh, fuck, that's, there's nothing. And aye, it just blows yeah. my mind. So as you can tell, me and Scott are both totally on board with New Zealand already. Yeah, I think Although, that's but I, I can understand, though, because there is something to be said by how focused the journey is in Skyward Sword for example I love mm-hmm. the journey in that game oh yeah I and mean, other Zelda games yeah but definitely I like my team worlds worked so well because it was so open it was so. a great example yeah. of yeah. how could we do yeah. it and it worked well yeah so it's going to be good so here we go what about you best so well, be- best game Zelda we both agree Zelda then um, biggest disappointment after that, I'm just trying to think was what else I mean obviously those games are kind of talked about that I'm really excited about like Mass Effect but mm. they didn't really show much some like Last, not... Last Guardian's finally got a date oh, it's been having some interesting like right I was like Eurogamer saying they like, played the first 40 minutes and they said it's at turns both brilliant and worrying so there's a fine mm. with that I'm fine with that I'm, I'm on board uh, I'm, um, I'm trying to think what big thing there's a few things that are coming out like I'm really looking forward to uh uh, Dragon Quest coming out on yeah. the 3DS and uh, Box Box Boy the Box, sequel to Box, Box Boy, Box Boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think there's been a few other things as well um, there's a new 3DS RPG that looks quite cool mm. I'm trying to think what other Sony stuff I mean re- I think uh, is it Ra- Horizon Zero, Zero that's Dawn the, Zero Dawn I'm kind of interested in that in Detroit as well mm. uh, as I said those are the kind of ones that I'm most interested in not yeah. too bothered about all this fucking new console chat Aye, yeah like it's uh, especially because the Xbox one sounds like folk are getting absolute fucking shafting yeah, yeah apparently the, the small well, I don't know if this is true but the smaller Xbox apparently doesn't have a Connect <laughs> Connect and I was like oh, there we go funny. Um, I think I maybe the Connect was integral to the Xbox one's uh, function <laughs> I think for me the biggest disappointment probably is like the feeling that things are moving on too quickly so well, it's because the, the, the new consoles the Playstation 4 and the Xbox one came out too early like mm-hmm. yeah. think about it really they did that's why they're mid 
time upgrade. It's probably why there's still been t- quite a few games that have still been yeah. coming on both platforms. Yeah. Like Metal Gear felt like the kind of games like was like it felt like it should have just been on PS4. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid yeah, Five, so. yeah. but they did the PS3 version anyway. I, I, I don't know what the sales have been like. I mean, I've not seen, but I know like there's some games that are coming out. They're not bothering to do extra content for the PS3 version and stuff like that. Yeah, do you remember when we worked at Game Centre mm-hmm. and we had like excess stock of Clear and Present Danger standing higher than Fold? Yeah, that's what the Xbox 360 version of Metal Gear Solid Five is like. Yeah. Just piles of it. Piles of it. Uh, I'm trying to think other disappointments. I think maybe the fact that again, like every E3, it just felt like every game was coming 2017. Yeah. So it's just still like yeah. looking. So what's coming out this year? In fact. Another thing I was happy about actually is the South Park game. Uh, ah, yeah. Looking forward to that. It's coming out this year, and you can get, get, get the original, the, well, the last one, the last one yeah. on like PS4. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Anyway, you. Zelda is definitely the big one. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as disappointments go, I'm, I watched the trailer for Paper Mario, the new one, right? And mm. I love Paper Mario games. I love Paper Mario for yeah. the I love Thousand Year Door, but <sighs> Sicker Star was terrible. And you think, right? They, they, they would react to that and make another. You know, the, the old good ones one. that they like, but it looks, it looks like it's going to be a similar thing to Sticky, uh, yeah. Sticky Star? <laughs> Sticker Star. Kinda, Jack is back again! Yeah. Sticky Star. I kind of worried a wee bit. Like, yeah. like, I, I, no worry, but it feels like like the original Paper Mario games are really fun and, and like brilliant RPGs, yeah. but they've kind of been like, ah, oh, they don't really need, it doesn't need to be an RPG anymore, does no, it? So, just do whatever. Uh, bit of a shame. Yeah. Anyway, before we round up, yes. we've got one last Hidey or Hidey No. Okay. Uh, so, Remember, from his notebook, mm-hmm. some other potential title for Death Stranding. Yep. And it was Metal Gear Solid Five Director's Cut. <laughs> was that a potential or was it not a potential title? Yes. Correct. Hey. One. one out of five. One out of 15 <laughs> so far for the mini feature. But anyway, Joe, that's enough of that. Yes, yes. Tell people how they can learn more about Bitsocket. You can learn more about Bitsocket by... Searching for us. <laughs> no, you can. Oh, no, pick- don't put it into Google because you're not going to find us. No, you're going to fucking wrench. <laughs> no, you can listen I'll to our podcast on iTunes and on our website bit-socket.com and also on the Acast website as well because we're, we're we're part of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also watch our videos on YouTube, and we've started doing more recently. We've got a new feature called Five Minutes in Heaven. Wait a minute, it's not a new feature. It's just one of our podcast features, but in video form. Oh. You actually get to see us play the games this time. Mm. So we've done two so far. We'll have a third up probably in the next third week or so. Third next week or so, and we've got plenty more, more to come. As well, we're gonna, we've got some more, we'll be having reviews in that as well, so it's not just yeah. going to be five minutes in heaven for the rest of the, forever. Uh, <clears throat> but if you can leave us a wee rating and a wee review on iTunes, that'd be very nice of you, because mm-hmm. every little helps. Of course, and if you're on the social medias. If you are. You can, of course, find us on Twitter, mm-hmm. about Socket. You can also find us on Facebook, about Socket, and fucking, don't know, Tinder, about Socket as well. So and you can find us in Glasgow. Find us <laughs> in Glasgow, jacking it in your bag. <laughs> the jacker's been, <laughs> he's left a gift. <laughs> oh, he's stuck the fucking plants together. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's the dog eating? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, and remember, of course, to like, subscribe, like and subscribe, rate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every rate engage helps. with our content. Let's, let's get further content. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Joe, yeah. from oh, the aisle, oh, 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 and exciting oh, oh, news oh. as well, actually. Uh-huh. There's, if you listen very closely to the ground, you might hear the faintest rumblings of the next bit socket live being organised. Oh, yes. we were having a wee chat about this the other day. We've got a date in mind. All, mm. will, be, all will be revealed soon. Very soon. Yep, uh, it's going to be good. Yes. So keep your eyes open. So for remember, that. from the Isle of Arran. Yep. Where we've recorded probably our most mediocre podcast. 
Member least, to always our E3 special. <laughs> Keep, Keep it, it sucking. sucking.